All right, to start this off, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are. Uh, my name is Austin Ayala. I'm from Garrett, Indiana. I was born in Miami, Florida. And a little bit about me, I'm a competitive powerlifter. I'm ranked in the nation top 50 for the last four years. I've been training since, oh damn, probably I got into powerlifting when I was about 18 years old. Uh, kind of how I got into the sport was funny. I never fucking liked powerlifting at all. I actually despised it. I thought it was the dumbest sport ever. I started at bodybuilding, kind of like what all kids do. The goal was to get big, get some muscles, get chicks. You know, the usual. So, kind of how I went off that was like, build my split. I'd have chest, legs, shoulders. You know the ordeal. Uh, take supplements and everything. Um, kind of how powerlifting came to be was one day I was in the gym lifting and a buddy of mine was like, let's max our bench. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do that. So we maxed our bench and it was probably the funnest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. And I was like, all right, I'm hooked. Let's go powerlifting all day long. Um, it's kind of how that came to be. All right, when did you first decide you wanted to compete in the sport of powerlifting? Oh, shit, right away. Like, I knew it. I knew it right off the bat that I was ready to go. Um, so after, like, I fucked around on bench for a little bit with my buddy, I benched 210, which I thought was a shit ton back then. But when you're an 18-year-old kid, you can stroke your ego pretty easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wanted to powerlift right off the bat. I knew I wanted to do a competition ASAP. So it's funny because I found powerlifting like that summer. I think it was maybe June or July. And first thing I fucking did when I got home was like, all right, let's get on powerliftingwatch.com. And I looked for a powerlifting meet ASAP. And I was in the process of actually moving out to Indiana to go to college. Um, so I found a powerlifting meet that October and I was like, sweet, get enrolled in the school, do my thing, probably fail all my classes as usual. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Um, that's kind of how I decided I'm going to do my first meet. And I didn't have a team. I didn't have a coach. Everything was kind of self-taught. Um, something I don't recommend to any kids nowadays. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I decided I want to do my first meet. I kind of went on a limb. And I just fucking signed up at random. Had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know you drive to your meets the night before. I didn't know about weigh-ins. I didn't know about 24-hour weigh-ins. I didn't know what gear I needed. I actually got my wrist straps the day before my meet. And them bitches were so tight that when I was cranking them to, like, warm up in the warm-up room, I was ripping skin because they were so fresh. I didn't know you need to be fucking used to your equipment before using it. I had no idea, dude. I was a, I was young, dumb, and you know the rest. So that was pretty bad. And so after your first meet, doing that solo, going in, scared of shit, what did you do after that? Like, did you find a team? Did you find a gym or a place to go home that you'd lift consistently with people that do the same exact thing as you? Okay, so after that first meet, um, I realized that the situation I was in and, like, where I was living and, like, some, sometimes having struggles to get back, get to the gym, I was like, all right, I need to relocate. So what I did was actually dropped out of school. <laughs> Dropped out of school for powerlifting. Um, and I moved back to Maryland with my parents because I knew there was a gym right up the road that I was actually managing before I left for school. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go back home and powerlifting is going to be a full-time gig for me. I'm going to manage the gym, make some cash, and just compete out east, you know? Because I did my first meet out in Indiana, which is cool, home soil. So I moved back to uh, Maryland and there was a shitload of competitions out in Maryland. Um, 
kind of just fucking ran with it. I competed out in Virginia, Maryland, you name it. It was pretty sweet. The East Coast is a East Coast is fun, no doubt about it. That's kind of where I really started to figure shit out. So yeah, in a way, I no, I didn't find a coach too fucking stubborn. Like I said, dumb, young, you know the rest. Um, just fucking moved with the flow, and I kind of just did my own fucking thing. You know, if I felt like going heavy, I was gonna go heavy. If I felt like fucking lifting, I was gonna just gonna lift. Just like any other fucking kid that goes to the gym nowadays. Um, yeah, didn't have a team, didn't have a coach. <laughs> I just went back home so I could lift consistently and have a game plan day in and day out. The goal was fucking set. I had a goal, and that goal hasn't changed since day one. So, yeah, I fucking be back to Maryland. That was it. All right, so besides you having to find your own motivation and push yourself towards the goals you wanted as a powerlifter, uh, did you eventually find someone that would help you find the motivation if you couldn't find yourself oh yeah for sure so uh, let me go back on that so as far as like having motivation having to find someone to motivate me that's a big no i don't really (laughs) there's no one that i really look up to in the sport i'm not trying to sound cocky or anything i kind of look up to my own self i have to wake up in the mirror i have to wake up every single morning i have to look in the mirror and i have to understand that's my competition that's who i want to be better than that's the guy that i'm going against 24 7 and in my mind, that fucker is ranked in the nation. So if I'm competing each and every day with a ranked powerlifter, the demons in my head, uh, the demon I have to face every single day, I think I'm getting better. With that being said, I mean, yeah, there's other lifters out there that push me to be better, that motivate me, that make me want to be better day in and day out. Um, but as far as having motivation from someone else or being motivated by another lifter or anything, nope. That's, that's straight up me. I mean, someone actually asked me that on my story a while back. They were like, are you motivated by anyone or do you find anyone motivating? And the answer was straight up no. And it's like not to be disrespectful to anybody out there. I mean, everyone's doing their own thing. But in a way, it's like if I can't be motivated by my fucking goals, I'm in this shit for the wrong fucking reasons. You know, I'm not doing it for you. I'm not doing it for him. I'm not doing it for her. I'm doing this shit for me. I think this shit's fun, you know, and I want to be the best. And that's my fucking goal. Well, yeah, I understand that, but I mean, don't you? You have you have to surround yourself with like-minded people to be successful. I mean, oh, no doubt about it. I agree, hundred <clears throat> percent. Um, so yeah, you know what? Let's fast forward a couple years. So I ended up moving to Ohio. Ohio being, in my opinion, one of the strongest fucking states out there. When I first moved to Ohio, I found a couple guys that I could live with, hang out with. Um, found a little cool group you know they were cool guys they were strong whatever um first meet in ohio i actually bumped into christian anto dude competes 181 he's an elite fts sponsored athlete and i ran into justin ham who was like a weight class below me in the 148s i was competing in the 165s this meet and like being in the same room as those guys it was kind of like, whoa, that's mind-opening, you know? It's like, I thought I was hot shit, and then I see these two fuckers who are just running, <laughs> running social media, dude. These guys are, like, all over the place, sponsors left and right. I think Justin Ham just fucking won uh, Rum, which was really sweet. It's like the Super Bowl powerlifting back then. It was, like, the only big meet back then. Um, and then you got Christian Anto doing his damn thing, just being a freak of an athlete, squatting 700 pounds at 181. He's a tank, dude. Um, so like as far as surrounding myself with people, yeah, in a way, I feel like that meet was really eye-opening because I was surrounding myself with competition that I've never been around my whole life. 
and that right there was kind of enough for me now where i was living in ohio powerlifting was i mean it was on the come up the sport's been growing non-stops for years now but um i remember this one day i was online i was just searching powerlifting gyms and i stumbled across unrivaled strength super cool story here um stumbled across unrivaled strength my first day going there um actually i shot them an email and i was like hey what's your guys schedule Are you guys open tonight can i come on by open with wide arms i mean they shot me email back right away yeah come on down check out our facility hang out blah 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 so i went on down um first thing walking in there was i realized it was a garage and i was like the fuck i was like all right this is weird but in a way it felt so comfortable it was so cool walked in there um seen some dude squatting it was a monolift i've never been a part of a gym that had a monolift i was like oh shit this is the real deal uh, fast forward, I'm starting, um, I get a day pass, whatever, and I'm checking out the gym, trying it out, and I see Justin Oliver walk in, and this dude's like fresh off vacation, just got engaged, uh, mad as usual, I fucking <laughs> see him, dude, and like, he gives me this fucking eye, and I'm terrified, but like, in a way, I, I'm like, alright, this is what I need to be around, scary motherfuckers like that, so, from that point on, yeah, I mean, I feel like being a part of a team and having that team atmosphere and um, being around like-minded individuals in a way is going to take you far and beyond, you know? And Justin, for me, has done that. Like, uh, he's a scary dude. If you ever see that guy in person, I mean, take a quick glance and look away. That's all I can (laughs) say. (laughs) But in all seriousness... uh, no, Justin's a great guy, dude. I, I love him like a dad. He's cool. Okay, um, what goals did you have? What goals did you set for yourself when you first <clears throat> started fresh onto the powerlifting scene versus a few years down the road compared to now? Like, what goals, do you, what goal, what goals have you achieved and what goals do you still set for yourself currently? All right, so, like, when I first started powerlifting, the main goal was um, just to get out there. Like... So when I first started powerlifting, I discovered the Power Magazine, because that was the only fucking magazine out there for powerlifting, and I feel like it's still the only fucking magazine out there for powerlifting. Makes no sense to me. I don't know. If I'm wrong, someone please uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram and tell me there's more. So I stumbled across this magazine, and I was in some bookstore. I was in Maryland, and I'm flipping through it, and I get to like the back of the pages where they show like the top 50 rankings. And I'm scrolling down, looking at these names, looking at these lifts and shit. And I'm like, damn, dude, you've got to be the baddest motherfucker walking the planet (laughs) to have your name in this magazine. Like, that's fucking cool. Like, big dick energy. No doubt about it right there, dude. Seriously. You're walking around like a horse at that point. (laughs) So, like, my goal starting off the sport, like, I didn't have any numbers in mind. It was like, I want to be in this fucking magazine one day, dude. And I was 18, dude. And, like, in the back of my head was like, I'm going to be in this magazine. I'm going to have bitches. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be driving the coolest fucking car. Uh, Fast forward to, like, what my goals are now. Um, Now my goals are a little bit different. I'm a little bit more grounded. My goals... um, be the fucking best I can be, you know, um, yeah, I ended up getting my name in that fucking magazine a couple years later, actually four years in a row now, first time I got my name in that magazine was actually after breaking a federation world record on my deadlift, surprise, surprise, hate that lift, um, and yeah, I've been in the magazine since then, and just kind of been running with it, you know, it's super cool 
there's no better feeling. Um, goals that I have coming up. So my next meet is going to be May 16th. A goal that I'd like to achieve is total as close as I can to 1350 in sleeves. It sounds fucking stupid because I've never totaled 13 in wraps. But goddamn, dude, something must be in the water right now because it's flowing. All right. What was the most challenging competition you have done? All right. This is actually one of my favorite stories of all time. So the most challenging competition I've ever done was uh, 100% Raw Nationals back in 2015. So day started smoothly, whatever. Squats went good. Bench went good. I actually outbenched the kid that was in front of me all day. Um, I was seated to not even place at nationals and that hurt like hell. Like that was salt in the wound. Just thinking that, damn, I drove four hours to not even fucking place. I was like, what a joke. (laughs) Like that night I'm laying in my bed, my hotel bed. And I'm like, dude, I'm not even going to place tomorrow. I'm legit going to go out there and just lift and have fun. (laughs) Fast forward, squats go solid. Three for three day. Bench go solid. Three for three. Um, going into deadlifts, I realized I was tied for first right now i was tied for first at the time and i was like oh shit there's a chance and i don't fucking know the kid's name i don't even know if he's still listening anymore or whatever but he was beating my ass not gonna lie and we go into deadlifts opener i missed don't know how the hell that happened and me being the stubborn individual that i am i said fuck it i'm gonna push my numbers on my second if i hit it cool we're in if i miss it all shit goes out the water i'm probably gonna bomb and i'm probably not placing at nationals like i was planning or like they were planning i should say so hit my second this kid hits a second i think it was like 20 pounds heavier than mine and at that point i instantly was like in second place and i was like fuck this kid in third place is about to jump me i'm definitely taking third so kid goes for his third he fucking misses it. And in my mind, I was like, dude, you got to make a 25-pound jump. You got to rip this shit off the floor. If you hit this, you're a national champion. If you miss this, you're fucking taking second, bro. You're probably going to take third. And in my mind, I was like, fuck that, dude. I'm winning this bad boy. So I walk out there. The crowd's fucking silent. It's dead quiet. It's like it's like I'm hitting a free throw, you know, to fucking advance to the finals. Um, I fucking walk up to that bar, million thoughts going through my head, and I couldn't even get angry, I couldn't even channel anger, like, the only thing that was running through my mind was, do not fuck this up, do not fuck this up, the only thing that was on my mind the whole time, so I go down to the bar, I start pulling, and that fucking bar gets to my knees, and it's going, it's going, it's going, my mom's in the back screaming, my dad's losing his mind, the kids' parents that... Who thought he was going to take first? Mouths are wide open. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. So, dude, I locked that deadlift out, and that was it. It was history. National champion. uh, First time winning nationals. It was no better feeling. But I'll tell you what. That was a battle. That drive home back to Maryland, oh, my gosh. I'll tell you what. I slept the entire car ride back, dude. That was an all-day fucking battle. But you know what? That was definitely, without a doubt, like the funnest meet I've ever done in my life. I love having that kind of competition. I feed off that shit. Um, Being an athlete my entire life, um, I'm always looking for that fucking kind of competition. So if I show up to a meet and there's no one in my weight class, it's boring in a way. But I also understand battling the invisible man. But fuck that guy. I want to see someone I can really battle, you know? I'm, I'm hungry for it. I want it. I mean, every time before 
obviously you have to get yourself in a certain state of mind and a mindset right before you hit these lifts, get new PRs, break new records, everything like that. What do you think about, like, what's going through your head before you step up to that bar on that stage and execute whatever you need to do? Oh, shit. That's a fun question. So, personally for me, I go to, like, a very, very, very dark, violent place. Like, I think of beating the living shit out of someone. I think of, like, taking a bat to someone's fucking skull. I should be locked up in a psych ward. The shit that runs through my head, dude. I'm flat out angry. I'm ready to go. Most likely, if you fucking touch me before a deadlift, I will snap on you. I'm in a totally different state, dude. You can ask me after a lift what happened, and I'll tell you I straight up don't know. (laughs) Because I am gone, dude. (laughs) All right, getting away from all those dark thoughts. (laughs) How do you compare competing in Ohio versus other areas and athletes? Like, what is the atmosphere like? Dude, Ohio is the bee's knees, man. If you're going to be strong, you're coming to this state. They don't call it the strongest state for nothing, you know? Um, Ohio is home to a lot of freaks. It's home to a lot of the strongest fucking gyms. Shout out to Unrivaled Strength being one of them. Um... It's a fucking, it's a brutal state. Like, if you're going to make it here, you're going to make it anywhere. People will argue with me, and they'll say, oh, California, Texas. Man, those pretty boys got nothing on us. We run this sport, and we're going to continue to run it. Ohio State's the strongest state around, hands down. That's it. Mic drop. (laughs) Represent. (laughs) All right, what have you achieved so far in this sport? Like, yes, you've made it in the top 50 for... what, the last four years in a row? Yeah. What's, what else have you done? Uh, so basically, uh, we can name off shitloads of state records throughout Kentucky, Maryland, Indiana, Ohio. Um, talk about state rankings. I broke a world record a couple years ago back at 132. Um, I've came fucking close at 148. Actually, it pisses me off I think about that sometimes because the last meet I did at 148... <laughs> I went for my third attempt deadlift being 40, 485, not fucking knowing the world record was only 10 pounds heavier. And I swear to God, I had 500 that day, but I was being a pussy and didn't take it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, as far as like records go, as far as rankings, um, yeah, pretty much what I've achieved, but that's the fucking sport of powerlifting for, you know, there's really not much more than that. The shit that I would like to achieve in the future. Yeah, it's bigger. It's better. Um, just gotta keep working on it, you know? That's the goal. Gotta keep perfecting my craft. Okay. Um, I mean, are you taking any supplements right now? Yeah, so, I'm actually (coughs) sponsored by Supplement Supply. Um, company based out of Indiana, home state, right? Uh, company based out of Indiana. As far as, like, the supplements that I take, I keep it pretty fucking simple. So, I take my creatine, my whey, my multivitamin, uh, my test booster, uh, basically keep my libido up, wink, wink. Um, sometimes I'll take an anabolic power. Um, dude, Supplement Supply's got a lot to offer. I absolutely love this company. Um, every product that I take, I definitely feel the difference in my training. Uh, I feel the difference just out and about. I feel better. I have a lot of energy. I feel awesome. So I suggest supplementing supplements for sure, man. That's the way to go, especially fuck dude especially a fucking little test booster oh my god i won't go into detail on this podcast but (laughs) (laughs) besides your uh supplement stacks do you ever uh take a a little extra 
I mean, as far as steroids? As far as steroids go, that's a touchy subject. Um, I'll be flat out with you. No, I don't take steroids. Um, have I ever thought about it? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm young. I've ever thought about it. Yeah, for sure. Not going to poke on anyone that does take steroids to each their own. You know, it is what it is. But personally, I just don't think I'm ready yet. Um, I'm not really fond of sticking a needle in my ass. You know, I'm just, that scares the shit out of me. I actually hate needles. Um, no, no steroids. Do I plan to in the future? That's a touchy subject. Kind of something I won't really go into. I don't know. But have I ever? No, 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 no. What are your thoughts on powerlifting in general as a sport? Like, how do you think it compares to any of the other high-media profile sports? Powerlifting's a cool sport, man. Um, it definitely puts some hair in your chest. It humbles you. It makes you a fucking great around athlete. You kind of, like, start to develop a respect for the grind, you know? Because it's an everyday fucking grind. Basically, it's if you're a serious athlete... You are a fucking power lifter from the time that you wake up in the morning until you go to bed at night. Your food's on point all day. You make sure you're eating enough. You make sure you're resting. You make sure your head's in a solid place. Um, it's a constant grind, you know. If you have a heavy lift coming up on a Sunday, if you're squatting heavy, you are literally preparing that fucking Monday for that main lift. You're making sure your eating's on point. You're making sure you're resting. Girlfriend wants to go out. Sorry, it ain't happening. I'm chilling. Um, you're kicking back, you know. This sport is gonna humble you when you miss lifts. That shit hurts, man. You're gonna look back on shit and be like, "Damn, was I resting enough? Was I doing so and so enough?" I'll tell you what, dude. The worst thing my coaches ever told me was, "You cannot have sex before a heavy lift because we need to save your hips." I'll tell you what. One time I didn't listen to him and I went to Pound Town, and dude, my <laughs> hips were destroyed. And I went in that next squat the next day, and oh my god dude like i couldn't even sit to death <laughs> nothing felt right and i was like damn coach knows a thing or two so again the sport uh it's it's a lot of discipline behind it you know it's it's a nitty-gritty sport um it's growing that's for sure so that's fucking cool chicks are getting strong as hell nowadays um these fucking little yeah. guys in my weight class are pushing dumb fucking numbers that i hope to god i can compete with someday so yeah, dude, the sport of powerlifting, it teaches you a lot, it teaches you discipline, it keeps you on your fucking toes at all times, you're, like I said, you're constantly an athlete, there is no taking breaks, there is no taking time off, you're not missing meals, you're not fucking around with your sleep, it's, it's a constant grind, that's all it is. What's the most difficult aspect to being a powerlifter? The most difficult aspect, I'm gonna go with the discipline, man, um, there's some fucking days where I wake up. And it's like, damn, do I want to eat breakfast right now? It's like, fuck, I kind of have to. I got to lift in a couple hours. It's tough. Like, I would say the hardest part for me is fucking eating. I feel like it's a nonstop job, dude. Like, I'm constantly fucking eating to stay in my weight class. Um, and, like, as far as that goes, just discipline. I'm a really chilled individual, so I kind of got the whole I'm chilling today, leave me alone type vibe going on 24-7. But just staying on top of everything, it can be a fucking, it can be tough sometimes, dude. There's a lot to fucking juggle, especially like when you're in meat prep. Oh my God, don't get me started. Meat prep's a whole fucking different animal, man. It's like, 
you're here, but you're not because your mind is only focused on that one fucking date, getting to that meet, focusing on just getting on the platform and executing the game plan that's there. So you're constantly just thinking and thinking and thinking about it. The, that shit's taxing, man. Like I could tell you some dumb fucking stories that I've gone through when it came to many meat preps where my fucking head was shot and I was just lost and I was like, God damn, is it time to compete yet? All I want to do is compete. It's um, basically kind of going back on the last question, discipline, man. That's, that's what it fucking, it's a grind, dude. I would say that's definitely the hardest aspect of the sport is remaining disciplined, but when you fall into like a rhythm, kind of like what I have in the last couple of years, shit just comes naturally. But I'll tell you what, even with meat prep coming up or even just being in a deep off season, kind of where I'm at right now, that shit is still brutal mentally, man. Like I'm shot half the fucking time. <laughs> do you have to be as disciplined in your diet as you do with your training? Like what is the diet for? I mean, a typical power lifter. All right. So... I won't really speak on anyone else, but we'll kind of speak about myself. So, yeah, my big thing that I tell myself or I tell my clients or anything is training is the easy part. Diet is the hard part. You need to make sure you're fucking eating enough. You need to make sure you're eating the right foods. You need to make sure that you're fucking feeding the body. Make sure you have energy when you go in the gym. I sometimes see these kids come in or sometimes I'll have clients come in. That's kind of what sucks. I'll have clients come in and I'm like, all right, what'd you eat today? Oh, I had so-and-so, and their lifts are moving like, eh. And I'm like, okay, this is why. You have no energy. You're absolutely starving right now. You have nothing to feed off of at the moment. Um, Yeah, dude, fucking nutrition is huge when it comes to this sport. If your nutrition's off point, don't expect to get stronger. <laughs> That's that simple. Don't expect to get stronger. <laughs> what advice do you have for maybe someone that's not really as serious about it or wants to be serious in in this sport like what would you give what advice would you give younger athletes get a fucking coach as soon as possible don't take the guessing game out um i'm very thankful for my coach my coach is uh justin oliver he's the owner of unrivaled strength dude is a oh man dude is a mad scientist i'll tell you what he makes everything easy i legit get the game plan from him i don't even ask him questions because i trust his word i've actually been working with justin for four years now which, if you rewind, I've been top 50 for four years, so dude's obviously doing something right. Um, get a coach. Make your life easy. Let him do all the thinking for you. Make sure it's a good coach. A lot of these Instagram coaches that have a bunch of followers, they ain't doing shit nowadays. In my opinion, find a coach that has a good resume, has a good reputation, who is known for getting athletes stronger, you know? That's what I would suggest to any young athlete. If I can go back in time and find Justin way back when, oh my God, I'd be banging on that dude's door asking him for help. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we're going to take a step back from all the uh, serious talk and we're going to do some rapid fire questions here. Bring it. Uh, favorite food? Favorite food, anything from Panda Express. <laughs> or orange, steak. Orange chicken for days. Or all day. Favorite cheat meal? Favorite cheat meal. Oh, shit. All right, let's go back. Favorite food is going to be steak. Favorite cheat meal is going to be... All right, bear with me. We're going to go with three entree plate. We're going to go two orange chicken, one sweet fire, and my side is going to be chow mein. <laughs> what music do you listen to to get you hyped? Absolutely anything from Bring Me the Horizon. What's your social media? Social media is... Oh, shit. I think it's austin.ayala165. And do you have a nickname, or would you like a nickname? I mean, I've been called Hobbit. 
my whole life <laughs> because I'm short. So we'll go with Hobbit. Hobbit. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Uh, nationally, nationally ranked powerlifter Austin Ayala. Um, he is our first guest on this podcast, and thank you for listening. <laughs>